Today is Monday, August 25th, 2014, and this is Radio Wave. everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, looking back through history, you see every time that God has come and spoken to his people through the prophets, you think of Isaiah and Daniel and Ezekiel and Jeremiah, and wonder what it was like to hear from God through a servant. And such a thing has been taking place for the past 33 years, and today, God has sent another prophet to us to give us a message to deliver his will for the world. And tonight, a friend of Medjugorje will be opening up that message for us, sharing with us new insight so that we might understand more what the will of God is for today's man. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. Ivan was on the mountain August 11th, 2014 really in the beginning of this month. Our lady appeared. and She was very happy and joyful. And then our lady said, Dear children, also today I desire in a special way to call you to pray for peace. When our lady says this, it means she wants you to pray for peace because there's no peace. Or something is intimate. We've seen a lot of things happen just since August 11th. What ISIS is doing, the persecuted Christians up in the mountains in Iraq, and many, many other things are spinning out of control. Our lady continues with Yvonne on his mountain saying, Pray, dear children, for the plans, for my plans, for peace. Decide for peace and fight against evil and sin. Dear children, I pray together with you and I intercede for all of you with my son. It is a phenomenon not recognized to the degree that we should recognize that we're getting messages, words from heaven, directly from the Queen of Peace who has in heaven all the angels and all the saints. She didn't say most of them. She said all of them are interceding with me before God's throne. Can you imagine that scene? These people prostrated. The angels bowed in reverence toward God, praying with Our Lady. And this is just another apparition like Fatima. 
our Lord's. I don't have to pay attention to it. It's not what a lady says. A lady tells us some profound things about that. And those messages that our lady gives to us shows to make us realize how big this plan is of God. And when you think with that kind of power house in heaven praying, we're in the balance of August 2nd, 1981, about the great struggle about to unfold between my son and Satan and human souls are at stake. There's an incredible scene taking place upon the earth. And if we don't stop to think about it and meditate about it, we'll be caught up in the whirlwind and the destruction is headed our way instead of the peace. So a lady says, when you pray for Ryan Tishes, you're praying for your well-being. And when she mentions like this message with Yvonne to pray for peace, then we need to respond and realize what she's saying because she says, decide for peace and fight against evil and sin. She didn't say, just sit and let, let it go and just pray. Fight for it. Fight against it. And so it is a lady came today with a brief message for August 25th, usually they're longer, but no less power punched than this message is in any, compared to any others. Our Lady Queen of Peace, a Medjugorje's August 25th, 2014 monthly message to the world. Dear children, pray for my intentions because Satan wants to destroy my plan which I have here, and to steal your peace. Therefore, little children, pray, pray, pray that God can act through each of you. May your hearts be open to God's will. I love you and bless you with my motherly blessing. Thank you for having responded to my call. And so it is saying, pray for my intentions. That our ladies equated this before with their messages telling us to save her plans. I remember searching before I knew what the plan was for the three years or so before where our lady said, first time I mentioned my plans, my many plans, to what the plan was. And no one could find it. It wasn't in the message. And by the time I started searching for it, Elaine finally came along and said what the plan was. She said, pray for my plans. Pray for Satan to destroy my plans. But she never said what it was. And so when our lady says today, pray for my intentions because Satan wants to destroy my plan, what is it that he wants to destroy? Finally comes the first monthly, monthly message, January 25th, 1987. Pray for the great plan for the salvation of mankind. The scope of Medjugorje is breadth and width. is huge. There's no time for us to wait for the bishops to okay this or somebody in the church. We're out of time. We don't need to be, we don't need to defend Medjugorje anymore. Forget about that or trying to prove it to somebody. We don't wait for that. What we have to do is go forward and knowing because she believes to do what she says to do. 
We don't have to hesitate. We just be like Peter and John who went before the Sanhedrin. Or actually, I think it was Sanhedrin and said, don't say Jesus anymore. And they were lashed and then they were let go and they went out immediately proclaiming Jesus. You're not going to stop us and we're not going to stop promoting Medjugorje. It's real and it's proven by census fidelium by the people. When will you get it, those who fight Medjugorje? This is all to your shame and to your sorrow that you don't at least say, well, I don't understand it, but I'll allow it to continue. And so it is. We have this big problem in Medjugorje. Not only the Satan's resistance, but those in the church who resist it. So lady comes August 5th, 2011, and tells Yvonne on the mountain again, the dear children also today in this great joy, rather in this my great joy, when I see you in such large numbers, I desire to call you and to call all the youth to participate in the evangelization today of the world. And we're told not to do Medjugorje. We're told not to do conferences. We're told not to have anything to do with it when the visionaries come there. Or where they're going to be. It's the mother of God who appears and says, I desire to call you and to call all the youth to participate. That's in contradiction to those saying we can't participate. She's telling us one thing from heaven with all the saints, all the angels, all prostrate and interceding before God with her for us on the earth. And she's calling us to participate in the evangelization today of the world. And we're not supposed to do that. You're telling us to wait till the church approves it. We don't have 40 years. We don't have 10 years. We don't have five years. We don't have a day to wait. No more waiting, people. If you believe in these apparitions, you don't need permission. You don't need co- any cognition of experiences in the past to let you stop that was negative to keep you from evangelization, the evangelization of the world through the messages of Medjugorje. You don't have to apologize. Well, I'll say that, but I won't mention that. No, say it. Because it's our lady who said to you, thank you for not betraying my presence here. And where is here? Where is here? She said that today. Pray for my intentions because Satan wants to destroy my plans, which I have here. Here is a big word. Here in Medjugorje. And here in Medjugorje is what people in the church are trying to stop, including some of the offices of the the church. So he continues with Yvonne on August 5th, 2011. It says to participate. There she goes again. Second time she mentions it. In other words, to participate in the evangelization of the families. Dear children, pray, pray, pray. And the mother prays together with you and intercedes before her son. Pray, dear children. Thank you, dear children, also for having responded to my call. Do you think she wants you to be inactive because somebody says you can't do this or you can't propagate Medjugorje, you can't print it, you can't talk about it, you can't spread it, you can't go pray the rosary in the church because they don't like the program because it's a Medjugorje program? Every message, thousands of messages, monthly messages, second of the month messages. Thank you for thank you for my responding. And here it is, he clear again with Yvonne on August fifth. Thank you, dear children, also today for having responded to my call, and today with Maria. Thank you for having responded to my call. It's a thing of the past when we have to wait for the church to catch up with us. 
the times, the crisis, demand an immediate 911 answer of our reactions to see what it is Our Lady wants us to do. And in doing so, we're not to be placated by, okay, we'll look at this thing when the church comes and tells us it's approved. Census fidelium, get that in your heart. The people have approved it by the faith and what we see. Oh, no, you can't do it by 10 people. You can't do it by 100 people. You can't even do it by thousands of people. You can't do it by hundreds of thousands of people. But what about millions and millions of people? When do you say, okay? Just as the bishop said to uh, concerning St. Catherine at Rudabach, when her confessor went to the bishop and said, Mary wants to strike a medal. It took forever for him to even do that. And Mary got mad at the confessor. Finally, he goes to the bishop. She wants this medal. She says she's in the Virgin Mary. She wants it struck. So the bishop says, okay, don't say anything about this. Just tell them to strike it and start giving it out. And what happened? People received miracles. They came back. Give me one of the miracle medals. I want one of them. My neighbor had one, and she got cured. My, my, somebody else comes along and says, oh, their, their marriage was healed. Whatever happened, within a short period of time, there was a million miracle medals given out. that came known through the people as miraculous medals. The church never approved that. It just gave way to it. There's some miraculous medal associations saying that it was church approved. No, it was 75 years ago before the church even recognized by approbation something about it. Mexico doesn't have to be approved. And God doesn't want it approved, or he'd simply had a lady with thousands and thousands of apparitions go tell the bishop to do something. The bureaucracy of the church that stimes things, and there's both positive elements in the church and some negative things where Judas was right with Jesus. We've got that in the church. We better wake up and realize that. That if there was a legal official approval of Medjugorje, these negative factors, these Judases would gravitate to Stein Medjugorje. We've got to have a theological review board. We can't give out today's message. We'll get it next week. Next week turns into next year. Next year turns into 40 years, just like the secret of Fatima. Wake up. Realize how serious of the time it is that we're in. Be offensive. Don't be defensive anymore about Medjugorje. Thank you for having responded to my call. Means that you've been responded and you're not being stopped by what these people in the church say. Well, you can't do this in the church. Or do we define the church? No. Are we in disunion with the church? No. Our lace is being united with your shepherds. We are. We want to be there. The people of Medjugorje want to be there. They're not in union with us. They're our servants. We have to realize what Jesus said. You want to be first? You serve. Jesus served the apostles. The apostles are to serve us and meet our needs to respond to heaven at this moment when everybody's prostrated across heaven's floor before God's throne. Think about that. You want to stand in the way of that? Pray for my intentions because Satan wants to destroy my plans, which I have here, and to steal your peace. Alea said January 2nd, 2014. She gives us the answer. She says, how to be an apostle? Why? Why do we need to be apostles? So that you'll be able to help those who are in darkness. And to do what? 
to come to the light. How can we do that? You must have a pure and humble heart. A lady said January 2nd, 2014, Dear children, for you to be able to be my apostles and to be able to help those who are in darkness to come to know the light of the love of my son, you must have pure and humble hearts. You cannot help for my son to be born in them and to reign in them, or rather, and to reign in the hearts of those who do not know him if he does not reign, if he is not the king in your own heart. I am with you and I am walking with you as a mother. Our Lady is walking with us on the earth today, not anything less than when Jesus walked the earth because that was his time and this is her time. And she literally has quoted, been quoted as saying that. She wanted to be quoted as saying that. This is my time. This is the woman with 12 stars in chapter 12 of Revelations, 12, 12. That's coming to do battle with the dragon who's here to steal the plan. This is an incredible concept. It's an incredible thing that's taking place. And once you taste Our Lady's way, once you taste who she is and what she has for us, you can't quit thinking of her. Your whole day is consumed. I remember in my beginning days of conversion, once I saw and went to Medjugorje, my mind was on Our Lady continuously. I could not get her off my mind, my heart, from morning to dark, in the night, getting up in the middle of the night, waking and laying in the bed. You were always thinking about Our Lady. And I was thinking today about this in community. The name that's mentioned most of in our community throughout the day is Our Lady. It's our whole day. From 5 a.m. to the time we go to bed, everything surrounds Our Lady. And if heaven and the saints and the angels are surrounded by her in front of God's throne, why should we not be the same? Because it's God who's put her in this position. You say, oh, she's overplaying Jesus. No, Jesus is leaning up against a tree with a basket being spread out with a fish, watching his apostles work. Our Lady's doing the same thing. Jesus has given the reins to the salvation of the world for he introduced his cross and his salvation to the people through her hands. This is her time. She's in the limelight. It's all in her hands because he's given up. God's given up. The whole world is in our hands. It's written in the messages. It's themed out to them. And so it's no matter where we are, where there's a crowd, there's loud music, whatever we're doing, we're alone, we can't help but be thinking about a lady because this is her moment. This is the hour. This is the time. Everything is for her to bloom out to the flower she brings to us through the grace. When I'm all alone Or in a crowd In a quiet place Or where music's loud If I'm on the road Or in the other room That's how you know I'm thinking of you When the flowers bloom When the leaves turn brown When the sun is hot When the snow falls down, down 
When the clouds are gray And the skies are blue That's how you know I'm thinking of you I'm thinking of you That's all I do All the time You're always the first And the last thing On this heart of mine No matter where I go Or what I do I'm thinking of Remember now Who I used to be What I cared about Before you came to me Every selfish thought All I thought I knew Has been replaced With thinking of Thinking of you, that's all I do all the time. You're always the first and the last thing on this heart of mine. No matter where I go or what I do, I'm thinking of you, that's all I do all the time. You're always the first and the last thing on this heart of mine No matter where I go or what I do I'm thinking of you Always thinking of you Yes, I am Today, may your hearts be open to God's will. 
And probably the thing that makes it difficult for us to do that is some kind of fear. Fear that's debilitating, that paralyzes us into inaction or being open to God's will. So how is it that we can overcome that fear, that we can truly be open to God's will? I was reading about a priest who said when he first became a priest and started hearing confessions and dealing with people's problems that 20% of the people's problem was unforgiveness in their life. Somebody had done something to them and they just couldn't forgive. And as he progressed in his priesthood, several years later, he said, no, it's not 20%, it's 50% of all problems associated with unforgiveness. And as he progressed further in his priesthood, he realized at least 75% of all the problems he was dealing with was unforgiveness. They couldn't get past certain things. And later in his priesthood, he realized 100% of the problems he's dealing with is people who have had somebody injure them or done something and there's unforgiveness. An amazing thing. And from that, they fell into many traps. People who can't forgive are always seeking to be avenging themselves, always seeking, seeking that I'm a victim, and they grow in depression. They get lost and drown in their own misery. Poor me, what's happened to me? Because they take the, their, their eyes off the cross. And so depression or sadness or, or troubles that people have befall them, which results in, in anger even. And anger is proven to be injurious to the body. Held in, in, held in anger can make you sick. Develop diseases and cancers. It's an attack on your organs and your body. It's known that it causes ulcers. Can it cause something else? People who keep pent up these feelings and walk around angry all the time are always suffering health problems and always seeking something else. They don't have the capacity to increase their openness to God's will and see what God's will is. So they don't have peace. Because Satan steals their peace because they won't forgive. Satan has the keys to the heart because they can't open it to God's will. As the says, may your heart be open to God's will. You can't do that if you don't have forgiveness in your heart for whatever's happened to you. You might say, I forgive you, or you might go a certain way. Yeah, I don't harbor any of that in me yet. But then they owe you a public apology or this kind of apology or say, I'm sorry. You demand that? No, forgive me without any of those things. You can't stay in the magic girl world and act in that world and operate in it if you're not constantly forgiving people who are against you. Just the nature of doing what we do, we're always having to forgive somebody for something. And we thrive and we prosper and we grow and and for some of the things they're angry with us at, or calls, or, or slanders, or whatever it may be, we become bigger, larger, because God is large, and He wants to be in our heart, and He can't be in our heart that doesn't forgive. And so we're free. We're in freedom. You can hate us. You can love us. doesn't matter to us. We've got a mission. we got a commission. You've got a mission. You've got a commission. Thank you for having responded. 
doesn't mean you don't have righteous anger. It doesn't matter, matter that things shouldn't stir your heart to activity because this is wrong. Our lady said, fight evil. She just told Eva on that this month, August. I pray together. I decide for peace and fight against evil and sin. Does that mean just be fluffy? Just go against evil. We don't like that. We shouldn't be doing that. No, our lady's telling us to be strong. She's telling us to love, but love demands that. And love, as you often hear from us here, is best displayed by obedience. And obedience will offend. And when you offend people, they say you hurt them and they can't forgive them. A lot of people will say, you offended me. And they can't get over that. They go through the whole life. Well, I was offended by that person. If you're offended, you got a problem yourself. Because offended is not holding the offense against you. That shows that you're falling into a trap. It's like bait, like cheese on a, on a mouse trap. You're looking to get something avenged to you. And the poor man, God, Jesus says, "Do not avenge yourselves. Leave the God the care. Leave to God the care of protecting you." Wow, how many people do that? We've learned a long time ago in the spiritual life that we fight our battles to win the war, meaning we lose some battles to let God fight it. Are you going to do it, or is God going to do it? God doesn't need your help. He needs your prayers, fasting, renunciation, and holiness. If you do that, then God will work and fight your wars for you. Or rather, he'll fight your battles for you that you win the war. And we've won war after war after war because we know we can't do it, but God can. Because the moderation is whether whether leave to God the care of protecting you. You don't have to avenge yourself. Just trust him in this. Be sober in all your depositions because moderation is proof of moral strength. Profound words. The Bible says, do all things in moderation. We have everybody doing things in extreme. We saw a bumper sticker. It was just in Georgia that said, I have no convictions. What kind of person can go through life and they have no convictions? What do you stand for? What does that mean? What does it mean to go through a life without any kind of convictions at all? Even the thieves in Mexico go to a statue of a robber who's been erected and pray to him because he's a saint of successful robbery. That's their conviction. Maybe wrong, but they got convictions. How do you go through life without convictions? I don't even believe the guy had the bumper sticker because if you find out there's some things he wouldn't do or some things he would do because it's conviction. So what kind of convictions do we have? Be sober in all your depositions, says in the point of man God. And goes on and says, because moderation is proof of moral strength, wealth's lust is proof of weakness. Be men and not brutes, and never fear of having fallen so low that you cannot rise again. And so it is we have happening to us constantly. The pouring rain. The difficulties we face every day to the 60s and 70s, 80s and 90s, if we look back on those times, all that was coming down on us is just like Satan and his mysteries advancing all the disorder, just confusion, and everybody's trying to find the sun. 
There were songs in the 60s about the sun. You'd often hear. But what they're really searching for is not the sun, S-U-N, but Jesus himself, the sun, S-O-N. So who will stop rain? The rain of Satan? It's not his intentions because Satan wants to destroy my plans, which I have here to steal your peace. She wants to destroy his reign. And the towers of Babel is growing. We got the New Deal. We had the plans. Satan has his plans. He wraps it in golden chains. Our lady said, chains. Our lady says, don't follow, don't follow for false glitter. Materialism enslaves us in golden chains. It's the glitter. It's exactly what I was saying. I lay is saying not to do, not to follow, not to go after. Long as I remember the rain been coming down, clouds of mystery pouring. Confusion on the ground Good men through the ages Trying to find the sun And I wonder, still I wonder Who stopped the the tower
Our Lady said in today's message, pray for my intentions because Satan, and then she goes on and says, therefore, so she gives a what's happening and then what to do. Do you think that something is happening behind the scenes we don't know about? Our Lady's warning us about something that's happening behind the scenes. My question is regarding particularly Medjugorje, not necessarily personally, but specifically Medjugorje, the apparitions. Uh, or, yeah, I know you've been speaking a lot about the bishops lately, but is it, I mean, obviously something that you know would happen in the church would steal a lot of people's peace. But do you think that Our Lady is warning us about something taking place behind the scenes, specifically regarding the apparitions and Medjugorje? Of course. Our Lady, the scriptures say, state that God's people was purified over a period of time. And we look at the wicked and they're just having their money and having their funds or whatever they do and just enjoying sin and they continue without any care in the world. And for them, he strikes instantly. It doesn't mean that we're even any better. Because Zadie said many people live like pagans. But if we believe in God, we cry out to Him. We ask Him to save us. He'll purify us. So yes, there's something going on. There's going to be a big purification of the church. And it's going to be right into the, right into the top. It's got to happen. And that's what Lady's telling us as apostles, as she has risen up, to purify ourselves through renunciation, through prayer, through fasting, sacrifice. She continues, tells us to give up things like television, turn away and renounce it. An exorcist does, renounces Satan, leave the body, leave the home television, don't have it. You say, that's strong words. Well, you want to be an apostle or we need to follow everybody else? October 25th, 2008, our lady says, Dear children, in a special way, I call you to pray for my intentions. There it is again, what she said today. She said, pray for my intentions. Why? Because Satan wants to destroy my plan. And our lady, our lady continues and says, pray for my intentions so that through your prayers, you may stop Satan's plan over this world. This is not about one little part of the nations, uh, or one nation or one part of a nation. This is about the whole world. Never in history have we had heaven speaking to us about a battle spiritually about the whole world. This is unprecedented. We have nothing to compare it to without, without Jewish history and, and, and Christianity. Nothing. And it's the real reason Ali says, thank you, responded, to keep responding. Don't wait. There is no time to wait. I don't want you to wait. Is she saying to divide church authority? No. We're free. The church gives us the right. Don't let those who think they can condemn Medjugorje, not condemn Medjugorje, but use condemnation powers to stop you. They cannot do that unless Medjugorje is condemned. If they want to stop you, condemn Medjugorje and tell them to do that. Go ahead and bring on the condemnation. I'm not worried about it. Because Gamiel had the right way. You better watch out. You're going to condemn this. This Christ thing with him, you may be fighting God. I know they're fighting God. Everyone that pronounces these, restimes this, pronounces analysis, stops it, whatever they're doing through their inactivity is either omission or commission. And it's a sin. And they're going to wake up one day to realize it. I can't say that. 
Our lady said, August 25th, 2011. Today, I call you to pray and fast for my intentions. There it is again. Pray for my intentions. Why? She says, because Satan wants to destroy my plan. Here, I began with this parish and invited the entire world. There it is again. The late message I just said, the entire world. And here it is in 2011, three years ago. My intentions, pray for Why? Because Satan wants to destroy my plan. Where? Here, I began with this parish and invited the entire world. This is a global plan. And you want to wait till the church approves it for you can act on it? Don't wait. You don't have to wait. You cannot wait. And he continues in the August 25th message given three years ago, 2011. Many have responded. Oh, that's a joy. Many have responded. But, she says, after saying many responded, many have responded, but there is an enormous number of those who do not want to hear or accept my call. Wow. There's not a few people that's not accepting her call or not a few people that do not want to hear it. She didn't say there's an enormous number not hearing it because they haven't heard of Medjugorje. She says they do not want to hear it. And that includes many bishops. They don't want to hear it. I don't want it in my diocese. Oh, just quell it. Well, wait till the church approves it. Are you crazy? Do you realize this is the mother of God and it's been scientifically proven this is without deceit. The sun came up this morning. You can scientifically prove it. These visionaries are seeing something and they can scientifically say it's without deceit and you don't want to go along with it? At least get out of the way with it? Think about it. Church, bishops, whoever you are that stands in the way of this. You're in trouble if you're taking that stance. Serious trouble. You're putting yourself in the way of the mother of God with a plan where all the angels and the people are prostrated, interceding for the entire world, and you're not doing anything to allow it in your diocese if you're committing an omission of this or if you're commissioning activity to stop it. I'm not saying this in regards to getting approval from you. I'm not saying that you have to encourage it. You just allow it and say, I don't have any problem with it. You do good with it, produce it. Nobody is producing the vocations Medjugorje is producing. No evangelization effort in the whole church universally is producing the people that are walking into the Catholic faith or even becoming Christians like Medjugorje. No effort in the church is producing adoration to the way and the degree and the devotion Medjugorje is doing. No movement in the church is producing fasting and have people twice a week on bread and water like Medjugorje is doing. Medjugorje is to renew the face of the world to bring a springtime to the church. It's not going to come through Rome. It didn't come through that when the church was rebuilt through Francis. It came through him. You better wake up. Because I says, here I began with this parish and invited the entire world. Many have responded, but there is an enormous number of those who do not want to hear or accept my call. Therefore, you who have said yes, be strong and be resolute. You Medjugorje people, start going to your bishops and tell them, we the people will not wait any longer. Wake up. 
And you welcome Medjugorje in your diocese. It's already there. They can't stop it. You can't squash it. And if you want to, you have to condemn it. And I tell you, if you're going to use the powers of condemnation, condemn it. Over and over and I want to say this to you. Act on it if you're going to do that power. Otherwise, don't do it. Because you're in confrontation with the Holy Virgin Mary. I believe it. I know it. I'll die for it. And I won't be silent about it. You can't silence me. No way in the church can. Unless you condemn me. You can do that. I invite it. So our lady says today, destroy my plans, which I have here. That's Medjugorje. Our lady came here November 24th, 1988. She'd been appearing in the bedroom and she said on that day, Thanksgiving, I'd appear tomorrow out in the field. And on that day, our lady says these words, I am here to help you. Today, Our Lady says, because Satan wants to destroy my plans, which I have here. Here's an important word. Our Lady said, I have many plans. Here, Our Lady developed a plan. 180 apparitions. Here, in the field, Our Lady said, form and make prayer groups through which we'll pray for the healing, for your healing and the healing of this nation to draw closer to God and to me. We've got this statement, bishops, for this United States of America to be healed. Our Lady has said it. And have you heard it? Have you thought about it? Have you listened to it? Has somebody presented it to you? You know who's heard the spirit of it? We got it straight from the Virgin Mary, who scientifically has said she's with this, or not she, but this is with that deceit about the visionary seeing something supernatural. And so we got this message, like Fatima, that said, consecrate Russia, or she'll spread her errors throughout the world. We have that not done, and we got errors throughout the world and residues of those errors. Because it wasn't done soon enough. And now we got on July 3rd, former my programs through which we will pray for your healing and the healing of this nation to draw closer to God and to me. And we got those words compared to the Baptist Church, who calls for September, just another week or so away, to form 100,000. Prayer groups. A hundred thousand prayer groups the Baptists want to start. Where did they get that from? From the Holy Spirit. The Virgin Mary said it two years ago here, and they're saying it and reforming something. They're in line with it more than we Catholics. What gives? Nothing. There's no thinking. There's no contemplation. But there is an enormous number of those who do not want to hear or accept my call. I find all this extremely amazing that Our Lady says to be my apostle, to be able to help all those who are in darkness, to come to know the light of the love of my son, you must have a pure and humble heart. You cannot help for my son to be born in and to reign in the hearts of those who do not know him if he does not reign, if he is not king in your heart. I am with you. I am walking with you as a mother. She is on the earth walking in a unique way that she has never had the power to do that before. And she's being ignored or she's being stymed or people saying was not approved. She says, I am knocking on your hearts that they, they cannot open because they're not humble. I am praying you, my beloved children, also pray that you may be able to, be able to open pure and humble hearts to my son to receive the gifts which he has promised you. Then you will lead by the love and strength of my son. Then you will be my apostles who everywhere around, who everywhere around them spread the fruits of God's love. My son will act from within you and through you because you will be one. My motherly 
heart yearns for this, for unity of my, ch- my children through my son. With great love, I bless and pray for those who are chosen by my son. For your shepherds, shepherds, pay attention, investigate. Don't go to your committees. Don't go to the curtain of power that surrounds you, asking them to advise you. You pray, you go into it, you fast on bread and water on Wednesday and Fridays. You do this and watch what happens. And watch what happens to a springtime that will start to bloom out. Because we're not going to do it without you. We as apostles, who are ladies renewing the church to the lay people, will not do it without you as our bishops. Because we have to have unity with you. And you're not in unity with us. You don't have anybody more strong in following you than Medjugorje people and willing to do what the church says. But you've got to come to the people. You've got to be in unity with us. And we don't have unity with you. We're ahead of you. We're ahead. We're praying three hours a day. We're fasting. We're sacrificing. We're evangelizing. We see our ranks swelling. And we're starving in the pews at the pulpit, what we hear. We want the food. And we can do the evangelization. But there's got to be some activity. And so we see these things happening all over the place. And we see everything going downhill. And the poor man God talks about Cross Mountain. It says, when the Savior saves his people from the fierce snares and the wound, a mountain will be under his feet. And a multitude of people of every race will come to the mountain to symbolize that he reigns and he rises above the whole earth and above all peoples. Do you know if you go across mountain, the people from every language has been there? I've been on top of that mountain with 50,000 people, every language, professing prayers. Their father heard in 50 different languages, 60 languages, whatever the number is, is a beautiful, profound, powerful thing. The communists couldn't stop it. The disbelievers couldn't stop it. And it broke open, broke open like a river flowing to the whole world. And so we have so much that proves itself and so little allowing the proof to take place. It's interesting that Our Lady spoke of Satan in this message this month and that he wants to steal our peace. This summer, you've led us into doing a lot of fasting, a lot of novenas, a lot of going up to the cross really pressing us to pray more, to give more, to be ready to be those apostles of Our Lady. And over the past month or so, there we had a, a few uh, strings of, of nightmares within the community members in which they had real satanic kinds of dreams that certainly did a lot to try to steal their peace. And it was puzzling because we were doing all of these prayers and sacrifices. But you uh, said that it's not a, a negative thing when God allows this manifestation of evil. And I wanted you to explain why it can be a positive sign. Our lady said, July 25th, 1988, little children, do not be afraid. That's what you're talking about, fear, if you haven't these things happen. The... The manifestation of Satan comes when you're being walking toward the most holy uh, heart of the sacred heart of Jesus. Now, whereas it's always said, a sleeping demon can watch all of Rome, but a saint has to have a whole legion of angels in his bedroom at night, or they call it the cell, in his cell at night, to tempt him. And so the activity of the devil is strongest around holy things. And so July 25th, 1988, little children, do not be afraid because I am with you even when you think there's no way out 
and Satan is in control. So these are positive signs. I've always seen it that way. And so we have these things that take place and we're looking at the plans of the sins of the nations, the sins of the United States and all this ISIS. But what it boils down to is the individual. The demons are after individuals. And if we don't fix that, then how can we fix nations? It comes on my conversion. It comes on my holiness. It comes on what I want to do. And when I'm in sin, I have to change. I have to come back to God through confession, through repentance. And the poor man, God says, divest yourselves of your past as if they were dirty garments and clothe yourself of virtue. It's virtue. Another part of the poor man, God says, from the moral law and human virtue becomes superhuman moral law. Do we have that in the world today? No, hardly. So Jesus' kingdom is in the heart. And that means we have to pray, we have to fast, we have to build virtue, we have to have a moral law, biblical moral law, and human virtue. Those two things become superhuman, and our lady calls us to be apostles. And we recognize Satan, we recognize what it is in our past, that we're to divest ourselves. And then this is what this priest was talking about, that forgiveness no matter what's happened to you, you have to forgive and a completeness that is not, it's not part of you anymore. No matter what it was, no matter how difficult it may be, no matter how hurt you are, Jesus was hurt more than anybody else and he forgave. And he said, it is finished. When we say, oh, I forgive you, it's not finished. You owe me this. I'm going to take a loss. Oh, I forgive you, but I'm suing you for a million dollars. You're not forgiving. We saw a billboard in Georgia had one woman standing up there and says, uh, let's, um, let's bring it. And then she's an attorney. Let's bring it. In other words, what it's saying, let's bring on the lawsuit. And so people are doing this because they, they not only forget, won't forgive, they look, they're looking for a vengeance. They're looking to avenge. And most of that's based on something false. So there's demons in everything from the courts that to, to the sins of the flesh all the way through. And people have a compulsion. The more forgiveness people don't have, the more compulsions they have to do things to, to try to compensate for that unforgiveness that they're not willing to do. And they grow sicker and sicker and sicker. And so it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's a good thing, the sign of, of activity of the devil that when he's got everything underneath his arms, or he's got everything in his control, you won't even notice him because he don't want you to be noticed. He wants you to just go along your way. When you try to break from him, when you want to divest yourself from your past, you want to give up the dirty garments and clothe yourself with virtue so that you can have human law and, and or rather moral law and human virtue to become super moral law, then he's going to be active. And that's why he's coming to us today saying these demons want to destroy. Satan himself wants to destroy everything I'm working here to bring about peace. He wants to destroy your peace. Sometimes they're in a bottle Sometimes a pair of high heel shoes 
Some come rolled in paper Some have six strings And only play the blues Once you've met the devil There ain't no way he'll let you be When I'm not chasing demons There's demons chasing me Skeletons and closets Ghosts underneath the bed They hide out in pictures And in words that are left unsaid They hang around like perfume And haunt me like an ancient melody Not chasing demons, there's demons chasing me. There's things that I can't leave alone, cause they won't leave me alone. Cause what I want ain't what I need. Still, I reach for the things I crave, better try. Chasing demons, there's demons chasing me. Pick up my old guitar I'm playing crossroads Drinking whiskey From a mason jar There's a heartache in my front door Says she needs my company When I'm not chasing demons Demons chasing me There's things that I can't leave alone Cause they won't leave me alone What I want ain't what I need Still I reach for the things I crave Better try to run away Am I afraid of being free You tell me Cause when I'm not chasing demons There's demons chasing me When I'm not chasing demons There's demons chasing me There's demons chasing me Demons chase me When I'm not chasing demons 
demons chase me demons chase me We're hearing from people all over who are taking the Radio Wave Medianomics show that was titled Please Bishops Free Us. We bring it up because of what a friend of Medjugorje spoke about tonight in the course of tonight's broadcast. But uh, the CD number is CD2214MJ, and they're ordering this in quantity, and they're passing it out to their prayer groups and different people and and actually giving them to their bishops until they listen. And uh, so this uh, this is the words that they're telling us. And so we encourage you also to do the same. To uh, get the CD, it's, it's CD two two one four MJ titled "Please Bishops Free Us." You could order this in quantity from Caritas uh, by calling Caritas in the United States at two zero five six seven two two thousand. Again, two zero five six seven two two thousand. This show is also a show that you'll want to uh, either download off the website Medjugorje dot com or uh, order the CD. The CD number for tonight's show is a CD two two zero seven RW. And uh, you can ask that from Caritas, again, called Caritas in the United States. This is also a show that you'll also want to pass and spread out to as many people as possible. So, again, uh, make sure that uh, you're taking the extra steps to do the evangelization that a friend of Medjugorje spoke about tonight. And to be proactive, not to be defensive, but to be offensive for Our Lady and for her plans. On May 5th, 2014, in Yvonne's prayer group, Our Lady says... Pray for my intentions and my plans that I desire to realize with the world. So this is the category. This is the level. The play, the playing field is the whole world. This is the moment. This is the moment of the woman of revelations that for 2,000 years the church has waited for. She says, I desire to realize with the world, with this parish, and with my church. Profound is Medjugorje, and profound will be its effect. All future events will come through and from Medjugorje. It's not going to come from anywhere else. But it will come from here, where Our Lady has plans, where she is called here. And she says, I have many plans that I need you to be fulfilled to the church, or rather, that you, I need you to fulfill. And so we live in an ugly world. Life's not always as beautiful. It's not always what we think it is, but it's hard. And our lady's trying to get us to open our hearts to God's will in our life. And she's finding many that do that, but an enormous many, an enormous number who won't even act or listen to that. So these times we're going through will make us stronger and make us more wise. We're in a culture when Satan is really more present to us, even though our ladies appearing every day. Think about that. 
every day, 33 years plus of apparitions, and, and Satan is still more present than she is. Maria says her smile, if you could just see that, you'd die of joy. The beautiful face becomes beautiful every day more so. Even though darkness surrounds us, even though those who are in the Medjugorje world and evangelizing it are in the midst of their towns and villages and cities, surrounded by darkness, they have this one hope. And we have to trust that she's making something beautiful out of all this darkness that's coming to us from every side. Life ain't always beautiful Sometimes it's just plain hard Life can knock you down It can break your heart Life ain't always beautiful You think you're on your way And it's just a dead-end road At the end of the day But the struggles make you stronger And the changes make you wise And happiness has its own way Of taking its sweet time No life ain't always beautiful Tears will fall sometimes Life ain't always beautiful But it's a beautiful ride Life ain't always beautiful Some days I miss your smile I get tired of walking all these lonely miles And I wish for just one minute I could see your pretty face Yes, I can dream, but life don't work that way Make me stronger And the changes Make me wise And happiness Has its own way Of taking its sweet time No life ain't always beautiful But I know I'll be fine It's a beautiful ride What a beautiful ride 
all throughout Christendom, we have Christians abandoning the convictions and the principles of which we've lived by for 2,000 years, a dismantling of the moral fiber, a compromising of the principles of Christ. And maybe it's okay for somebody else. Maybe I wouldn't do that, but it's okay for them if that's what they choose. No, we're not called to sit there and live and let live. We're called to convict. We're called to agitate. We're called to say, no more. No more divorce. No more abortion. No more violating the commandments. And we have to live that within our own selves. And if we fail it, we need to go confess and pray to gain the moral fiber and the strength to do what's necessary to change the culture before it dies and turns into a past civilization that only history will talk about. The why they failed. 65 civilizations that reached the point we are at, that were studied, all fell for the same reasons we've arrived at at this moment. And this culture, this society, this will be a past civilization you will read about. It's not going to continue. There is a judgment against it, and it's going down. Those who get underneath the mantle of Our Lady, the ark of our time, will be those who will be the preservers and the continuators of the church. No matter where your position is in the church, whether it's in the pew, at the pulpit, or in Rome, wherever. It's time to get with Our Lady. We don't need to wait on any kind of commission. The same Medjugorje can be followed. The Mother of God's appearing. I know it. I'll die before I would deny it. I've seen too much behind the scenes. I know the suffering within the movement of those people who worldwide follow Medjugorje. It is real. It is a credibility about it that it carries its own credibility. It's there. Nothing in the church compares to it in its power and its grace and its holiness and what it brings forth. So the hour is coming, says John in 16. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered every man to his home and will leave me alone. And this is what's happening with Christ. We're leaving him. We're abandoning him. We're wandering off, as Timothy wrote 2,000 years ago, a time would come when teachers would, teach, teachers would tickle the ears of the faithful, and they'll wander off to fables. We're doing this about marriage, right in the church. We're having too many extreme circumstances about sin, rather than say, it's black and white. And so it is. In John 16, I have said this to you, that in me you may have peace. And that's what always says, Satan wants to destroy peace. She wants to preserve it. There's a conflict. There's a battle taking place. And in the scriptures it continues. In the world you have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And this is our lady's plan to come, to overcome the world through us, the faithful, and those who follow her through the Queen of Peace of Medjugorje, the last apparitions on earth, the final presence of her and her actions here upon the earth. Don't miss it. Don't wait. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Good night. 
This ends the August 25th, 2014 Radio Wave show with a friend of Mechigoria. To listen or download for free, you can go to mech.com, spelled M-E-J.com. Go to Radio Wave and click on Past Shows and navigate to the show for August the 25th, 2014. You could also get this show on CD by contacting Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. Thank you for listening.